Welcome to our weekly Rational Emotive Behavior Therapy, REBT, podcast. And I'm Dr. Michael Edelstein, a clinical psychologist who practices REBT. And I'm here with my co-host, Mick Berry, who isn't a psychologist, but he probably knows more than most psychologists that are worth knowing. <laughs> and REBT uh, starts with the premise that our emotions come from our thinking about situations, not from situations. And when we have disturbed emotions, we usually have, or almost always, virtually always have demands. And the three main demands that cause emotional disturbance are a demand on oneself. I must do well and get approval or else I'm a loser. And that uh, is a factor causing anxiety, depression, and guilt. Others must treat me well. And if they don't, they're horrible people. And that leads to resentment, hostility, and anger. And then the third must is the demand on the conditions of one's life. Life must be fair, easy, and hassle-free. And if it's not, then my life is awful. It's the end of the world. And I might as well escape through drugs and alcohol, or even worse, just kill myself to escape. So those are the three main musts that REBT has identified in people's disturbance. Anything you'd like to add to that, Mick? No, it seems pretty thorough to me. Okay, and uh, today Mick and I will be discussing REBT and the law, and there are some ways that REBT and the law intersect. And I'll start off with one of the one of the ways, and that is one of the ways to dispute a demand. I must do well and get approval. Is to remind yourself. There's no law of the universe saying you absolutely must, you have to. But we're not talking about a legal law there. We're talking about a law of uh, reality. And there's no law of reality that uh, says you have to do well and get approval. (laughs) So there could be laws, uh, legal laws, that... uh, that you might decide to follow or not follow. But even if there's a legal law that you decide not to follow, there's no, there's no law of the universe, no absolutistic law saying you must. And that's the kind of law we talk about in REBT. And that's the kind of thinking that leads to emotional disturbance. Mick, did you want to uh, say some things about REBT and the law? Well, I was mainly thinking of laws that exist in terms of what are on the books and what you can get arrested for and things that are illegal. Uh, So that's how I was thinking of the word law. But there is law of the universe, law in general, or even laws of physics. Um, And I thought of uh, the instance, if you jump out of a window on the 10th floor, you, I suppose we could say you don't have to hit the ground, you could have a parachute. And so you wouldn't necessarily have to be 
plunging to your death. So even then, when the <clears throat> there are certain three-dimensional uh, inevitabilities, they can be altered. Yeah, yeah. And if you, uh, if you uh, go against the law, say uh, you use drugs in an area where it's against the law, uh, that doesn't mean you're a bad person. At worst, even though you went against the law, it means you're an imperfect human who acted imperfectly, not a worthless, rotten person. So when you go against legal laws, there's no reason to put yourself down. You can uh, unconditionally accept yourself. Mick? Well, that brings up the point. What I've heard some people ask this, I believe the man who was on the show last time asked us this, what's to keep somebody from just running amok and just ignoring the law? I mean, if uh, we don't have to do anything, then why should somebody necessarily not murder people or not steal from somebody else? If you don't get caught stealing, then people might say, well, then it's an activity that I am going to choose to do. In fact, I think we could safely conclude that's the rationale behind the thinking of thieves. I'm free to do this, even though it's illegal for me to break a car window and steal the suitcase in the back seat. I'm free to do it. I'm going to do it. I don't care about other people. And if I don't get caught, then everything's okay. So how does REBT respond to that? <clears throat> REBT responds to that, that, well, one of the ways I would respond to that is that there are probabilities, and you, since you can't predict the future, you don't know that you're not going to get caught, and very often thieves falsely convince themselves they're not going to get caught, and uh, they're often wrong. They believe they're above the law, and they're going to escape. So, if you have certain goals, and one of your goals is to enjoy life, then uh, it won't be a very enjoyable life if you get caught and wind up in jail. And it won't be a very enjoyable life if you support yourself through thievery, because uh, generally uh, you'll be um, wondering about, is the law going to knock on my door and catch me and things like that since there are no guarantees. Mick? Well, and I would also say that I think it's generally in the interest of most people to treat others well because there's a great deal of pleasure that comes from treating other people well. And that if somebody is disregarding that, what they're doing is they're overlooking their best interest and in having the enjoyment in treating other people well. So I think it's an oversight when somebody says I can steal and if I get, don't get caught, it's okay. I think if they were questioned, do you care about other people? I think they most likely would honestly say yes. And they're simply overlooking that. Exactly. And if you don't treat others well, then they're less likely to treat you well. And you're less likely to have friends and social groups uh, the kind of things that uh, people enjoy and and is part of being human. Yeah, Mick? And now uh, one of the things I wanted to address was certain laws 
that might actually be cruel. We know that 150 years ago with the Underground Railroad and Harriet Tubman, let's see, was that 150 years ago? No, it would be more than 150. It'd be 165 years ago when the Underground Railroad was in operation. Um, 150 years ago, the Civil War was eight years or nine years over with. Um, So people did break the law. It was illegal to help slaves escape. And people intentionally broke the law because they felt it was the ethical thing to do. And it's very easy for us to look back on that now and say, well, rah, rah for these people, good for them. But at the time, they were risking their lives in order to do it. And there would have been many people that would have said, these people are rotten and no good in their behavior, or even if they're not condemning them, they would say their behavior is rotten for helping slaves escape. So I would say that not all laws are necessarily ethical. Now, I'm not advocating that people just go ahead and break laws randomly, but there are sometimes laws which are not ethical And in those cases, I would say that REBT would even encourage people, well, disregard the law. And even in a practical sense, if I have someone that has a heart attack in my car and I don't have time to get an ambulance, I'm going to safely as I can run the red lights to get them to the hospital. That would be an instance where it would be a good idea to just break a remedial law in a safe way. Yeah, and uh, also when you consider breaking a law, not that I'm suggesting you break laws, of course, but (laughs) when you consider breaking a law, consider the consequences and don't assume that for some reason you have a guardian angel that's going to protect you from uh, getting caught. Right. Hey, Mick, uh, anything else you'd like to say about REBT and the law to wrap up? Well, just, um, you know, REBT's premise is that there are no demands. And I suppose even laws are not demands. They're saying you're free to break the law. You're free to even kill somebody. But the consequences of that are you will be arrested and you will be thrown in jail probably for the rest of your life. So even laws with penalties do not have demands there. They're just saying that we're going to impose consequences on your lousy behavior. Yeah, all your actions, whether legal or illegal, have advantages and disadvantages. So always look at both sides of the coin, not just the advantages, and uh, I think you'll be better off. Yeah, and and I would say REBT advocates long-term hedonism. So as you mentioned, living a life of thievery is not going to help you in the long term and doing drugs even this if they're legal that would often not help you in the long term so we advocate long-term hedonism long-term self-helping behavior not short-term self-helping behavior and long-term self-defeating behavior yeah yeah very good I sometimes wonder, uh, maybe you do also, Mick, that some crimes that people commit uh, require a lot of intelligence. And since these people are so intelligent, why don't they use their intelligence in a way, in a legal way, which I think, as we're saying, would make their life much better off 
in the long run. Yeah, I agree. I, I worked in a methadone clinic at one point, and I told these people who were addicted to heroin, I said, you know, the life you're leading is so much more difficult than anything I would ever want to do. Uh, I would ask these people, they would have to get $100 worth of heroin a day in order to support their habit. And I would say, how do you do that? I must have asked half a dozen of this, of, of them this, and they all said, oh, you find a way. Well, and I would reply, this is so much more difficult than a life I would ever choose to have. And they would see the logic of that and maybe change their ways. But yeah, it's really funny when people break laws, they often are doing something that's much more difficult than if they were law abiding. Yeah, yeah, that's my impression. Okay, I've exhausted this subject. Anything else you'd like to say about REBT and the law? Not now. Okay. Okay, and uh, I'd like to uh, thank you for watching, and I'd like to thank Chris Rossini, our tech engineer. Comment below if you have thoughts about our discussion. Give us a thumbs up if you liked it. Uh, suggest subjects. I'd like to thank Mick for suggesting this subject. I think it turned out to be very uh, useful. And volunteer if you'd like to be a guest. And if you're struggling, you can get in touch with me. You get my uh, contact information on my website, 3minutetherapy.com, or you could contact Mick and subscribe to the 3-Minute Therapy podcast to stay on the rational side of life.